This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Hey, we are live. That's it, live. Even though all our technical difficulties, we're only like six minutes late. That's uh, not too bad. No, nah, I can't complain. Anyway, nobody joins us on the live version anyway, so. That's true. Well, because we don't do a good enough job of promoting it, I don't think. I mean, promoting it. It's like we got to decide like more than like 12 hours ahead of time that we're going to do this. Of course. Yes, I know. So did something. Oh, yeah, there it is. I got something in the tweet deck. I can retweet it myself. Retweet. All right. See, we'll see what happens. I like the. I know. It's kind of like a little treasure. If you just happen to be on, you just kind of happen to see it up, and you just kind of want to get on here and just make comments, that's fine. It's like when Mike Myers does his like recent acquisitions, I can either watch it live, or I can watch it later. Doesn't matter. Or I can that's listen, true. Or listen to it. Because there was a comment that he was making of, it's like, um, I think our last one, which I don't know if it ever went out. He's like, he doesn't like the videos. He wants to listen to it because I guess he does it on walks or whatever. But, you know, right. you know, Mike, the whole purpose, Mike, I'm breaking the third wall, fourth wall, whatever it is, is we like to record this way with the whole point of being audio. But we like the video so we can show ourselves each because stuff because, you know, we talk mostly a lot, a lot about comics and it's a visual medium. And we kind of like to show our Show stuff. Now, what we do have to remember, which I am guilty of, is describing what we're showing. So that if you are listening just to the audio, right? you know what we're talking about. But nevertheless, how's it been, Jay? Oh, it's been okay. <laughs> I'm about tired of... I'm definitely past tired of COVID. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's just a one-year anniversary come March. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. And I'm really bummed that we're not going to have C2E2 this year. Yeah, we will. It's just going to be in December. Well, in December. Who, who, who's going to be able to make that? What, go to Chicago in December? Yeah. I can make it happen. I probably could. It just depends. When is it? I don't remember the dates. Uh, 10th through 12th or something like that. Yeah, something like That's going to be close because oftentimes what happens since my wife, her job, she often happens to have to work on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So we usually go see our families ahead of that time, usually around the middle of the month. Like we went the week of the 15th this past year to go see them. So that could put some interference in. Going to C2E2. Nah, we'll just have to play it by ear. Like, uh, Ann and I, we didn't go anywhere. We just stayed here. I know, and you had all kinds of plans of places to go, too. I know. Mm, yeah, you know, I hate to say it, but it was kind of nice not having to travel and be around and be places and do all of that. Uh, you know, all of what, that weekend or week, I don't know. It's usually a, it's the two weekends bracketing Christmas, so 
Yeah. It was kind of nice. We just stayed here, did our thing. Same thing for New Year's. Didn't go anywhere. Well, no, we didn't go. I haven't gone out on New Year's in twenty-five years, probably. Mm-hmm. No, played with the dog, so the dog was happy. Right. So did all that. Still got still got the Christmas tree up, but don't have any ornaments on it. I gotta take it down. So we got an artificial this year because we figured if we brought in a live tree, the dog would go nuts. Probably true. Well, she t- she treated her first coon last week, and ever since then, she's been nuts. <laughs> but she's a coon hound. But now it's like, oh well, yeah, now she's kind of like, there's got to be one out there somewhere because I've seen one. Yeah. So, so I've had to put the comics up high because she's wanting to look at stuff and everything like that. So. Oh well. Mm-hmm. So anything new in the comic world for you? Anything new? Anything exciting? Anything you've found? You've dug up any treasures? No, I haven't. I haven't really been looking as far as collectability. So I haven't found any new anything that I was looking for. Not sure what I'm going to do next. I mean, I want to I want to finish off my Legends of the Dark Knight, or actually. Um, Shadow of the Bat is what I'd like to finish off first. That's the one I'm closest on. But I just haven't gotten around to do that. It's, I've been lazy as far as hunting for collectible comics. Just not been on my radar. Well, you have to do it all online, and that kind of takes the fun out of it. Instead yeah, of I know. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm missing, going to miss going to C2E2 in March. But I'm much more going to miss going to Calabunga and rooting through the dollar boxes, the dollar bins. Well, they got more than dollar bins, that's for sure. I know I bought some out of well, yeah. the non-dollar bins. <laughs> that's true. So. Didn't you get another 457, Batman 457? Uh, no. Okay, I must be dreaming that. I think I was looking at one. You know, that brings up... I was doing something. What was it? Maybe I sent you the link to one so we could watch it. Because there was one that came on... Oh, that's one. right. You're right. I, I remember that. Yeah, it was going... It was pretty cheap, and then all of a sudden... Oh, actually... No, I think it actually somebody got a good deal on it. Weren't we commenting on that? Somebody got yeah. an awesome deal on it? Uh, you were saying it was going to go for about twice of what it actually went for. Yeah, it, it went it went cheap. Or, or than, maybe we overvalue it. Well, we looked at some of the comparables that have been selling, so others have been going more than that. Maybe we did overvalue it. I don't know. Well, I guess that's when more, because I guess, like when I found that mine, the, the one I found, it was like the 13th one. And I think think since then, that number has probably doubled. So there may be 30 or 40 of them out there on the census. So as more of them are found, I guess the scarcity goes down. Yeah, that's true. So it could be a little bit of that. That could be part of it. I can't remember. Was it slabbed? Mm. I don't think it was. I don't know. It wasn't. It was in pretty good shape by looking at the pictures. Well, it looked like it was a good shape, but then again, it's like they could have been faking the pictures. 
True. So. Yeah, I miss. I think I'm gonna miss that too. But I don't know though. It's almost like I remember the first time I went to C2E2. I was going through a lot of boxes, and the last time or two, it just seems like it's almost overwhelming the boxes to go through, or there's like no deals to be had. Oh yeah. So. No, I definitely yeah get burned out on. Box dumping, box diving at C2E2 because it's just too crowded for one thing. So you got some guy right up next to you trying to go through the next box, or just you know, there's just overwhelming number of boxes to go through, and the cost, you know, the prices are just not what they well, should be. I mean, they're just Prices are elevated from what you think they should be. Well, I guess it comes down to is if the box is organized or not. If it's totally random and you're trying to go through it, that takes a while. If, That's true. Uh, my problem is then they're alphabetical, and then I'm trying to think, ooh, what do I want to look for next? And looking and looking and looking and looking. So. That's true. I don't know. I've been watching. I've been doing auctions or watching auctions lately, but I haven't been buying too much. I did do one. I was going for some Star Wars stuff and I had some extras that I uh, got out there, but I ended up with like a full short box of Avenger stuff. And it's like, it's not even the good... Well, let's see. I mean, I did end up with some... I gotta figure out what I want to do with these like Dead World. Right. I think that was like... And this is from... Arrow comics, and it's like a mix, like one, two, five, six, seven. Uh, what? What is that? Uh, eight, nine. And then it switches over to caliber with twelve. I don't know, thirteen, fourteen, and I got those in some lot, and I don't, and eh, not my biggest thing. I gotta see what I want to do with those. Right. But I did, but I did find me some more. Uh, DC Bronze Horror got some Ghost, and I just think DC Horror from the like the 70s is just going to take off someday. And I just love these Ghosts because that's the thing. You, most of these Ghost covers in, in this era, they they've all got like skulls on them or or skeletons, right? So, and that seems to be a big thing, especially I know people go for those like in the um, the Golden Age comics, but man, these these like Bronze Age DCs, ah, oh, they're just so so nice. I mean, and then I get it. Then there's a couple of Carltons mixed in here, which are interesting painted covers. But I haven't decided if I'm keeping the Carltons or not. And then let's see, I got a bunch of Carlton, and this is what I kind of grew up because I inherited my uncle's comics back in the day. And I remember, like, the old war comics. Right. So there's our four fighting forces in action attack, all new fighting army. And this must have been a toy line or something with the gold key total war. But I ended up with, like, that's issue two. So I got, like, issues two, three, four, five, six, seven. I haven't decided if I'm going to do anything, if I'm going to keep those or not. And I still got like 
Man, this must this is a ten center. Battle cry. That's an interesting thing about these. They don't ever have numbers on them, so. But there's a bunch of ten cents, and then uh, oh, 1776 the musical. Huh. <laughs> well, that's a comic. And there's some yeah. more fighting army, and then I got a bunch of. I don't know. I don't know why I bought this lot, but I don't know. There's like Vietnam. There's a bunch of Apple comics. I got something like Vietnam Journal, uh, which is interesting. I mean, the art's not too bad and everything, but and Vampire Jihad, which actually looks the art looks pretty good on this. Forty-eight yeah, pages from. From Apple Comics, but I don't recognize the artist. It's like Ricky Shanklin, Damon Willis, and then uh, actually, this actually looks pretty neat. Time Jump War with a painted cover. Right. So I don't know. Blood of Dracula, Boston Bombers. Then there looks like there's some. I don't know. Some interesting stuff, but then I ended up with a bunch of bunch of the awesome like Avengers '90s stuff, which I think I was bidding on the box and didn't realize there was another half box of Avengers to go with it. Right. So there's all this. I think there's some like Heroes Reborn, and I will say it's like some Perez art. Which is nice. Yeah. But I got all this Avenger stuff, which I've, I don't know, maybe I'll donate it to the somewhere, or just take it to Goodwill or whatever. If anybody wants any Avengers, just let me know. I'll, I can send you some Avengers from the 90s. I don't even. Mike Myers think, probably want it. Even though he, he probably has it. He probably already has all that. And then there's a bunch of, I got a bunch of West Coast Avengers. I think I got actually one through fifteen of West Coast Avengers, and then, oh yeah, the whole the whole back of this box is all the foil covers from the '90s. So there's about like five different versions of foil covers, and multiples of them. Woo! Look at that. Nice. '90s goodness. I wonder if I can make some, so some kind of art, but but yeah, inexpensive and all that. So, but I don't know. Everything's just I see the auctions and everything's expensive there. And I've been following some sports cards too, and like sports cards, even like back from the '80s and '90s when they were printing the crap out of sports cards, are going kind of crazy now too. Huh. You, you can get like regular Michael Jordans from the late '80s, early '90s in the regular sets, and those are going every you know every which way. And I haven't really paid attention to any of the baseball and such. So, right. And Pokemon. My Magic cards aren't going up though. Okay, now, all right. If you start collecting Pokemon, don't, don't get, don't go into that. No, don't go, don't go to that. Direction. Never bought a, never bought a Pokemon card in my life. Okay, good. Well, don't start. <laughs> well, the only ones worth anything are the ones from like, well, let's see. I guess that'd be thirty years ago. Probably. So. Anyway. I haven't been doing that. I've been I've been going the Aaron Bell method. I've been doing a lot of getting a lot of hard covers here lately. Ooh, Ooh like what? I don't know. Uh, did you get your copy of Ever? 
Yep, I ended up. I somehow I ended up with a hard cover and a soft cover of it. Hmm. I didn't get the hard cover, just the soft cover. I think I got the hard cover directly from um, Terry Moore. Didn't you order? Well, yeah, from that's what I ordered directly. I thought mine was hardcover, but I could be wrong. What I do with it? Hmm. Nice cover, and it's still in its shrink wrap. What? You, then you haven't even read it, then, have you? No, I haven't read it yet. No, of course. Uh, of course isn't that the point of getting books? To I don't read know. I want to read it eventually. I'm trying to think. Where is mine? Because I'm pretty sure it's hardcover. Huh. I know where it should be, but it's not there. Hmm. Oh, well. Anyway. Next one, I got Black Hammer. This thing is huge. Over Which one's that? The whole this thing? This is the first one. The first, yeah. The first series. It's volume one. Yeah, you no, know. Volume I'm, two. This is volume two. Excuse me. I got volume one somewhere else. Yeah, I've been thinking about doing the Black Hammer in that way instead of doing all the little mini-series, because I do like how they kind of collect them together. Right. Well, they're oversized, too. I mean, this is this is bigger than a comic page, so... That is a nice cover. Yep, it is. Is that the second volume? Um, something of Doom? No, is this it? is just says Black Hammer Volume 2, so this is... The regular Black Clamor series, but Volume Two, they've got one for the Temple of Doom, or not the Temple of Doom. What was it? Something Doom, Hand of Doom. Uh, I guess can't remember. Uh, I got the floppies around here somewhere. Then, as far as a Kickstarter, along with Magnetic Press, Paris Twenty One Nineteen. Ooh, how'd you like that? I'm liking it. It's quite a bit different. And of course, this has the nice, smooth, curved covers. Oh, those rounded corners. Rounded corners. Trademark of Magnetic Press. But I really like the artwork in this. And I'm, I'm digging the story, too. But you can still get that from their website, right? You just, I guess you just got some extras if you did the Kickstarter. Yeah. Some cards and other little doodads. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't. I've done other stuff with Kickstarter, but I've been doing more uh, electronics on Kickstarter. I haven't done any <laughs> comics. All right. This is a different one. Oh, it's I think I remember book. you. Oh, I think I remember you putting that on Twitter, the F- Flapper Queens. Yeah, Flapper Queens. It's illustration art from the 20s and 30s of flappers. And it's done by all – this is all done by female artists. Well, that does look nice. And where'd you get – Where's who published that? Uh, this is published by – Is it, is it Fanagraphics? No, it's uh, it is Fanagraphics. It is a Fanagraphics book. Hey, there you go. This is such an unusual book that Eric had to look through it before he sent it to me. He was oh, he had to he had to take it out of the shrink wrap. 
No, it wasn't that shrink wrap. <laughs> but he sent me a test. He goes, hey, I had to just hope, hope you don't mind. I had to thumb through your book. It's so unusual. I don't get we don't get stuff like that ordered from the shop very much. So I said, you know, fine. You can look through anything of mine you want. So what's on it? I mean, I like to cover on it and everything like that. What's unusual about it? Just the subject matter or the way it's, it's the subject out? matter. Yeah, it's just it's just, um, you know, all female artists doing this illustration art from the 20s and the 30s. So it's just like a, any one of those art books, mm-hmm. you know, because some of these came in, you know, here's newspaper Uh, stuff, you know, some cartoons that were that were done. No, oh, that looks okay. So it's just an unusual book. I, I just I like art books, as you know. Oh yeah, and this one this one looked appealing to me. From the yeah, library. I'm still. I'm still waiting. I'm supposed to be getting. I had the um, Cockrum X-Men uh, Artist Edition. I'm supposed to be getting the the Jim Lee one. Supposed to be coming out here soon. I think in February. Nice. And I'm eagerly anticipating uh, waiting for that. I'm trying to think if I've. I think the last hardcover is the last hardcover I got. Was that ever? I don't know. I, I kind of mix it up with some of the black label stuff because it's the oversized black label stuff. I think is trades, but they're not. Right. So. Who knows? Who knows? So. But any 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 other interesting reading? Uh, I've been doing as far as reading. I've been doing read some of the Future State DC stuff. I don't know if you got any of that. Yeah, I was actually reading some this afternoon. I I do like the dark detective stuff. I got it. I read Immortal Wonder Woman. That was interesting. Right. I'm trying to think what else I've read that I've kind of. The rest of it, I guess I'm gonna have to like. It's gonna have to grow on me or something. Yeah, I wasn't too much of. I told my, you know, I didn't order it through my um, LCS because. No, well, it's all expensive. Like it's all four ninety nine. Sometimes we're five five ninety nine cover prices, and I'm like, I'm not that interested to pay that much for it, even with a ten percent discount that I would get from LCS. So <clears throat> the discount through Calbunga was enough. So um, that I, was worth getting. Yeah, it is kind of a hard sell, I guess, for DC. Because it's, I don't know, they just, you know, I think I remember on another podcast, they're like Elseworld stories. Right, right, yeah, they are. So, I can only take so many of them, I guess. Yeah, they wear thin after a while. So, hmm. but. I keep saying yeah. ordered it from Cowabunga. Should we stop, should we start calling them deep discount Deep discount comics now, since that's what they're coming out. Uh, I guess I'm trying to. Th- I was actually I was just gonna look. I mean, I just did my FOC this evening, 
and I think it's it doesn't have a mix on there. It's got like a headline of deep discount comics. But I don't know I still got the uh, Cowabunga email. <laughs> yeah, I know it comes through the Cowabunga. It shows the Cowabunga logo on the email. So, well, you know, I guess it's just part of their, you know, deep discount comics is part of Cowabunga. So I'm just eagerly anticipating the the launch of the website. Yes, because then we'll be ordering not through the Excel spreadsheet. Excel spreadsheet we'll be ordering through the website, and that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I guess what was it Eric was saying? You can see what you've got on order. You can see what you've had on order. So it's almost uh, will be a online database of what you've ordered, so you can keep up with stuff easier. Yes, because I got I got way out of sync with my during the shutdown when there was nothing being sent out and then, then they started again well then some of the stuff got canceled and all that so yeah I've been, know, trying, some, yeah. So, I've been trying to match up with what I got and what I ordered and you know was it canceled was it not did I miss this did I miss that and ugh. yeah I finally gave up except for the important few important things They're like okay I know I ordered this and I got this I but just trying to figure out what got canceled and what still hasn't been sent. I'm assuming if it hasn't been sent by now, it's not coming. Probably. If it's well, for me, April of, if it's from April of 2020 and I haven't gotten it in here tomorrow's February of 2021, I figure I'm not going to get it. Yeah. Well, I know some of the stuff, like I was getting Lucifer from DC and I think it had three issues left. And they're not going to release the three issues as floppies. You have to get the last three issues as a trade or right. something like that. So it's like keeping up with stuff like that, which is being difficult. Yes. So, but, but some of the stuff, I got to finish the story. I really liked Lucifer. I really liked that Vertigo stuff, the, uh, the Sandman universe. Uh so the only, one, the only one I really didn't get into was House of Whispers, but the rest of it, mm, A plus in my books. So, but I'm I gotta check. I don't think I got the last issue of Books of Magic, so that's another one I'm gonna have to check on. Ugh. But yeah, being having a website's gonna be easier to keep track of stuff for sure. So, anyway, anything coming out that you're looking forward to? Nothing really I can think of, no. I'm liking the uh, Batman, Harley Quinn, Curse of the White Knight. You know, the things that are coming out under the Curse of the White Knight label. Or the Sean Murphy-verse? The Sean Murphy stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know if they got anything that so issue four just came out. So they got anything solicited for? I haven't seen anything. You know this after issue six. I haven't seen anything no. Uh, that's really the only thing that I can think of. I'm saying I'm look forward to more so than just regular comics. Okay. I haven't done any other Kickstarters. I, I'm I'm not like Ronnie and Aaron Bell who and and 
Mike Myers, you kickstart everything. I think that they seem to. Well, I mean, I don't see how you find stuff on there. Maybe it's just you just gotta sit there and spend time and go through it and read synopsis and what you like or artists you like or something like that. I don't. Mm, and figure well, that's it out. That's part of it. I mean, I mean, going through previews and the DC stuff and the Marvel stuffs enough then to kind of go through. But you know, I guess you get used to it after a while, or you got art people you follow or stuff like that. That's one way. That's kind of what it is. Hmm. For me, I look a a large for artists and writers that I want to follow. Yeah, but isn't like cut back a lot. I've cut back a lot on reading. I don't, I don't order nearly as much or buy nearly as much as I was. So, what is getting burned out from reading? No, I'm just trying to be more judicious about what I read. Well, you only got so much time in a day. I got so much time. Plus, I. Flipping through long boxes recently, and I'm realizing all the stuff that I've read. I'm like, I don't remember a bit of what I read. I don't remember it. I, I, I couldn't tell you other than maybe vague, vaguely what the story was. So I'm not making I'm an sure impression I'm, on you. So it's that's just I'm just reading so much that it's all, you know, it's hard to keep it all all in your head. Yeah, but there's so much good stuff out there. Yeah, but what to me, what good is it when you read it and you put it in a box and three months later you don't remember what it's about? Oh, you got to take your time and look, you know, absorb the art, absorb the story. Savor it. I do that. I'm one of the probably slowest comic readers out there. Takes me 25 to 30 minutes to read a comic book. Most people go blow through it in 10. Mm-hmm. Well, are you going to get your bunnies worth out of it and make it last for 25, 30 minutes? Well, yeah. Plus, I like to, I, I slow down and look at the art. Uh, or, you know, try to absorb the story more. So that's another thing. It's like, and, but doing that means it, it takes you longer to read through things. So it tends to pile up on you. Then you, then you get stressed because I'm not reading enough comics. I'm not reading <laughs> all my comics. And then, so it's like, why, why do this? Why put myself through this? So I've cut back a, quite a bit on comic reading. No, you just building up stacks to read later, becoming a mood reader. Yes. For, and to a large degree. Yeah. Not a bad, not a bad strategy. No, hey, it works. If I'm happy with it, then that, then that puts all that matters. Mhm. Yeah, I've been kind of sitting there, going through stuff, and I don't know if it's quite. I don't remember and everything like that, but I've, you know, it's like, uh, you know, a lot of these I know it's going to be five issues, and you know the story, and and I don't think there's ever going to be. I mean, they're going to tell the story, and maybe that's it. And I'm kind of like, you know, I think I'd rather have that as a trade or collect it as opposed to having five different floppies to do it. So I've been debating doing that a lot with some of the vault stuff and the the Aftershock stuff, just getting the trades. Yeah, I have two. Well, I kind of like what they did with the Cullen Bunn stuff, and they took a bunch of his. They took 
what four or five of his five issue or six issue series and they put them into one collected trade now that i like that's a good idea what well, i forget what was that called it came out recently so hmm. that's some good stuff so but anyway to kind of go down a whole different rabbit hole lately i've been watching long plays on you i hate to say it, i've been watching long plays on youtube of old commodore 64 games i never finished to see how they finished and now i want to break out my old now now i want to sit there well i don't have a commodore 64 anymore i you know back in the day i traded it in and got into 128 and now i'm wanting to fire up my old 128 and throw these games on and see if i can finish them again so i've been getting into kind of like retro gaming or retro computing or at least oh watching God. it, at least watching it, and thinking I want to, I want to do something with it. I've been watching the Eight Bit guy on YouTube, and I think he's outside Dallas, Fort Worth, or something. He's so got, essentially watching videos of people playing video games. Well, no, but you gotta remember, some of this is like old games back in the day that I never finished. I couldn't figure out how to do them, right? So it's almost, you know, back, you know. Back in the day, you either had to get a cheat sheet or something like th- like that, or a cheat book. You know, now you can just go on YouTube and somebody can play it, and you can see how you get through it and all that. And so I've got a bunch of them that I just never got through it. Now I want to see if I can go back and get through it again. But this is, of course, assuming all my five and a quarter floppies still work. So what are, <laughs> so, so what are the odds of that? That's yeah, that is pretty slim. What do you mean? I've had them in storage the past 25, 30 years. Still, it, it, things disintegrate like that. Like, oh, do you have a reader? Yeah, I still got my disk drive. Okay. Yeah. I I think you're going to be sadly disappointed there. You mean all my saved games are gone? I've got a feeling that's probably true. Okay, tell me, tell me, how, tell me what breaks down. You got a like a, I don't know what is what is the disc made out of. I know it's all magnetic. Mylar, mylar, I think it's. What, my, and mylar degrades over time. No, but the data on it's going to. Why? It's all magnetic. Right? Is it magnetic? How's that work? Yeah, it is. It's magnetic. I just. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be completely wrong. And if I am, I'll admit it. But. Well, then why are these people buying, like, if you go on, if you go on the eBay, if you go on the Ebays and you look at old games, you know, right. some of them still sealed. People are paying big money to get old sealed games back for, like, Commodore 64, Apple II, Tandy, not the cartridges, you know, the ones that came on um, five and a quarter. Now, the three and a half inch disc, I could see where that would last longer. I could see that. Right. But five and a quarter, baby, that's where it's at. All right. Cut that notch okay. in the side, flip it over, get a double sided going, get twice the space. <laughs> uh, good good luck with it. I, I may be wrong, but I just think got a feeling you're not going to be happy. I paid good money for those games back in the day. I know. <laughs> I still got the manuals, the boxes, the warranty cards. You reckon I could turn in the warranty cards? Probably not. 
You know what was awesome about the Ultima ones? I, you know, oh, I loved Ultima back in the day. You get the cloth map, and you get the little plastic metal coins, and all the little stuff like that that came with it and everything. So, I'm, I'm, I'm totally think I'm gonna rearrange my office down here. You know, have comics and then set up some retro gaming stuff. Which is just basically me and my Commodore 64. Are you 128? Oh yeah, 128 in in 64 mode. I do want to get a bread box though. I so miss my bread box. I wish I hadn't gotten rid of it. For mm. what? What do you use it for? Uh, I don't know. If I'd have been thinking ahead, I would have realized, hey, in 30 years, I want a retro game, so I need to keep this. Okay. That's interesting. Then again, I guess I could just put an emulator on my computer, but what's the fun in that? Hardly any, I guess, I would say. Or get a retro pie and play it on the pie. Right. Oh, I did see where Europe, and they were going to le- release it in the U.S., they were going to make a Commodore 64 Maxi, which I don't know what I think about that name, but they made a Commodore 64 Mini, which is about this big, right, to play old Commodore 64 games, but then the Maxi is the actual size of the old Commodore 64. Right. And I, I forget how many games it had on it and everything, but apparently it didn't make it over to It was a Kickstarter and it failed, but somehow they still made the stuff, and, it, and they did it in Europe, but somehow it didn't come over to the U.S. And I have no idea why. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. But what do you think? You're a computer guy. Wouldn't you want to go back and do some of your old systems or something back back in the day? Uh, no, not really. You don't want to like program and write some, you know, this. Now that you're older and wiser, you know, go. Do some stuff on them where you had to be creative when you were limited with, uh, you know, colors or memory or stuff back in the day and be creative. Where now it's just you have unlimited resources on computers, so you just can be lazy in your programming. There's something to be said for that. Um, having, you know, I mean, there was an old mainframe computer program we had that when it was first written had to be under, I mean, this is like a major program. It had to be under, gosh. Forgot how many bytes it had to be below the compiled version had to be below a certain number of bytes, just ridiculous number. So, yeah, there's something to be said for that. The old days when you had limited resources and had to be uh, clever about how you did it. Well, constraints make you, you force you to be more creative. Yes, they do. So. So what about uh, your other collecting? Any more on the uh, pulps? No, I did. I did get my more the second edition of the Booker's Guide, and I keep an eye out for it. I have been watching, but if there's any pulps that I've seen out in the wild or in auctions, have been more westerns, which I don't. Right. I don't know if those are. Well, I guess westerns were pulp. I don't know. They look more like digest, so maybe they are pulps. But I don't know. I don't know if I'm in the wrong part of the country for pulps or what, or where the right part of the country is. I don't know. Or if the I'm right going part to, of the country for pulps. Or if I'm going to the right places or not. I mean, did pulps make it past the '60s? I'm trying to remember. I don't think so. 
or if they did, they didn't go very far past the 60s. Well, maybe that's it. It's just so long ago, there's just not many out there. Because I remember listening to a podcast earlier this week, or eh, a week or two ago, because they were talking about, oh, you know, occasionally you'll hear about this Golden Age, or this collection where there's, um, you know, um, somebody that was collecting books back in the four, you know, the 50s and the 60s died, and now the family's selling them, and it's like eventually you're going to run out of collections to be found like that because somebody that would have been collected in the 50s and the 60s would have to be over 100 and or they're just going to age out and at some point those just aren't going to exist anymore to find you know those collections right and you know it's kind of depressing listening to that because he you know i keep thinking someday i'm just going to walk into some auction and dig through some boxes and there'll be an action comics one or detective 27 there and you know buy it for a dollar Hmm. Right? It could happen. Could happen, yeah. Well, no, actually, I guess that's the old. I mean, that's from the 40s so, and the 30s. So I guess now it'd have to be, you'd have to get something from the 60s. Uh, I don't know. The comic market now is just going crazy with some of the prices and stuff. So everybody knows you can make money off comics, you can make money off coins, cards going crazy. I don't know. It's just people are stuck at home, and I guess they've got nothing better to do than just try to, like, buy stuff. Or is it stimulus checks? I don't know. Right. Could be. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, on another subject, I've got to get to Missouri sometime pretty soon. No, you do. Why? I am almost out of Navy Gen. Mm-mm. Is it illegal to, like, ship that? I, I don't think it's, I don't know. I'm not sure it's entirely legal, no. What's that question they ask you at the post office? Is there anything in here that's liquid? Do they ask you if there's anything liquid or do they ask you if it's flammable? I think they do both. So, and Navy Gen would fall under both of those categories of liquid and <laughs> flammables. Well, it's not easily flammable. I mean, I've no. shipped I've shipped beer before, so I'm like, and I've shipped wine before. You can't ignite beer. You can ignite Navy Gen. Was it just the Navy Gen or the uh, and, and the syrup, or just the gin? Oddly enough, I've got about half a bottle of the syrup. I didn't, so I was obviously I wasn't using as much as they called for in the recipe or they should have finished about they're supposed to be equal isn't it one to one isn't that what they told us one to one one to one but uh, I think I've been doing one to gin to about three quarters of the syrup so so you didn't do the the dry January is that what you're saying no I didn't (laughs) but um I have two, maybe three gin and tonics left in that bottle, and then it's gone. So. Oh, so what? You're just stretching them out? Yeah, I'm making sure I don't have one unless I really, really want it. Now, isn't it a summer drink, not a winter drink? So it should be pretty easy right gin now. Gin and tonic? No, gin and tonics could be an all-year drink. What? Gin and tonic is an all-year-round drink. All year? Year-round, yeah. Mm-mm. 
So, like, now that you've had the uh, the Pickney Bend Navy Strength Gin, you can't do any other gin? Oh, that's not true. No, I can still do my Nolets. But you really like the Navy Strength. I do like the Navy Strength. But, no. If, no, I can do Nolets, too. Or Hendrix. Or Tanqueray. So, there's nothing. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna go without gin just once the navy gin's gone but i mean it just i'm gonna miss that because it's a nice well can you 15 proof <laughs> can you can you can you sip the other straight or is it just the navy uh you can or do you tried? i've tried nolet straight you can do that hendrix i've never tried sipping it straight so i wouldn't know Tanqueray, no, you can't. It's just not, it's a little bit too harsh for sipping. What makes them harsh? So uh, what actually go, let me ask this. What actually goes into gin? I have, I've, I have, it's, all I know is botanicals and everything. So how, how exactly does gin work? Uh, is it just, I guess, I mean, do they, is it some kind of grain alcohol and then you mix botanicals into it? Or yeah. It... I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think about what the basic, what they started with. Because I understand uh, where whiskey and bourbon and all that comes from and beer. Right. But gin's always been one of those mysteries to me. Bathtub, I mean, regular gin starts with, you know, it's a grain. Mm-hmm. Or, and adding, juniper is a big um, ingredient. But is, but is the juniper in there when you're fermenting it, or? Yeah. Yeah, it's in there. So. Put it in, and then you strain it out later. Oh, so basically you're um, infusing. Yeah, you're you're infusing it, your botanicals into the gin, and then you strain them out and let it. Then you can bottle it, or age it, and then bottle it. Yeah, I guess my question is, who first thought to do that? It's like I got some perfectly good alcohol here. Let me put some botanicals in it, so I have to mix it with something else so I can drink it. And some people make homemade gin from vodka. They start with vodka and put the botanicals in there. Um, well, I guess straight-based vodka has no flavor. Right. Exactly. So I can see that. Hmm. I have acquired a few new bourbons. Um I've got a. I've started collecting a the a, the pin hook uh, vertical. So it's a. Uh, so what they're gonna do is they got some bourbon that they've uh, barreled up and put in there, and they, they took they took some out at four years. They're gonna take some out at five years, and then six years. They're gonna do it all the way to twelve years. So you could take this one batch and 
have it and you can taste how it ages each year from four to 12 years. So I've got year four and I've got year five. They just started year five, came out this year. So the whole point, I guess the whole thing is it's like I buy these bottles and you can't drink them until, unless you want to get them all to say together at the same time. So you can compare them. But as with anything, once you start drinking a bit, you lose your, uh, flavor taster and you just don't taste anything unless you're tasting, you take it, you taste it and you spit it out with, uh, I'm kind of like, what's the point? Right. So, got that. I want to think I got a couple of other things I've been trying that I've heard some good stuff on, but I really haven't, you know. Ann mentioned doing some dark and stormies earlier last week, but we haven't even done that. So, we've just been kind of chilling and, oh, but my sister in law sent me some Imperial Stout from the Guinness factory in. Baltimore, because apparently Guinness opened up something in Baltimore. So it was some Guinness that had been uh, aged in bourbon barrels. Oh, it's excellent stuff. Really good mm. stuff. She used my last bottle to cook with some stuff the other night, and I'm a little ill with that. But I guess I can go get some more. Nah. So, but on the whiskey front, mm, I've been doing. I've bought some stuff to try, but I really haven't opened anything up to really try it. I need to try. I've gotten some more. Like okay, so we went to New uh, Pickney Bend, and I have acquired some more bottles of their heirloom corn that I need to try some of those and see how I like their heirloom corn uh, process and everything. So see how good or harsh that is. But I like the idea of messing with the flavor with the corn as opposed with the other Bill Mash items. That's the other thing. I want to go... I want to... And I... So about five years ago, we met her dad in Bardstown, Kentucky, which is like in the center of bourbon country. And we went there for the weekend, a long weekend, and we went to all the distilleries and all that. And you can just find stuff there that you just can't find anywhere else, right? Just doesn't make it out of the area. Oh, I'm just wanting to go back so bad and just hit all the stores and the distilleries trying to find some hidden gems and then do the tastings. I've done I've done wine country tasting, but I mean I love bourbon tasting. Right. You just can't do too much of it at once. You gotta no, do some yeah. gotta do some. Go go recover, go do some more, recover, go do some more and recover. Uh, we'll see that. <laughs> I will say the Wild Turkey Distillery is a nice distillery, and so is Four Roses. Right. They're nice ones to go to. Uh, I've never been to a bourbon distillery. Uh, Woodford. Yeah, you have. You've been to Pickney Bend. Oh, Pickney Bend. That's true. I forgot about them doing bourbon. Well, that's the whole. Re- well, that's the reason I wanted to stop. I convinced you to stop because they had a gin flight. Right. And that then I got flight, to drink. I enjoyed that flight. Is that the only thing good thing that happened to you that whole weekend? No, 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 no. It was a good weekend <laughs> overall. But that was a good flight. That was a good gym flight, yeah. Yeah, well, it exceeded my expectations. I just remember a look on Ann's face and they said, hey, dry, drink this gin straight. She's like, and then she tried and it's like, this is good. Right. So I guess we ought to, oh, getting back to that. I was, where was I at? I was in picking up, oh, our pizza place. The uh, Anestas. You went there. I took you and 
we went there. Right. They 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 they're doing the they're doing the the picnic bin gin and tonics there now, and uh, but they don't refrigerate the tonic or the syrup. It's just sitting up on the shelf up there, half open or hmm. half empty. And I'm like, I think that's supposed to be refrigerated, but I think so too because I think oh. it's perishable. Is it? I don't know. What's in the syrup that's perishable? The sugar? I don't know. I have to look. I may be wrong again. Uh, but I know it says refrigerate after opening, so. But then again, also, a lot of people don't refrigerate ketchup. Ketchup says refrigerate after opening, but you don't have to refrigerate it. No, you don't? I've, I've known people that don't refrigerate their ketchup. And they haven't died. <laughs> Not in this house, because we refrigerate peanut butter. <laughs> That's like my mother. My mother refrigerates olive oil. I don't know if she does peanut butter. Uh, yeah. But I don't my know. Wife's mother refrigerates every damn thing. I don't know why, but all I know is it's hard to get the damn stuff out of a jar when it's cold. Yeah, peanut butter shouldn't be refrigerated. Should not be refrigerated. That's what I say. So. Who knows? Who knows? So, well, getting back to the comic stuff, I think I finally talked myself into I need to get a database. It's just so hard to keep up with stuff now. I think I need that comic database. Which one? There's a couple of them. Well, I haven't researched that yet. I've just come to the conclusion I need to because that helps me figure out where my gaps are. Because I keep losing. I have these little pieces of paper all over the place about what I need to be looking for and all that. Now it's getting hard to keep up with. So, what do you use, CLZ or something like that? Uh, if you're going to use your phone, CLZ works really well. They also have a computer-based version of it. Uh, so, you would go look under collector, collectors with a Z, C-O-L-L. Yeah. Is that, do you have to get an annual membership to it? Yeah. Because... Because they update their database. Okay. You're, so you're paying for them just, to update, update the add new comics in. So it's not just a database. They update it uh, with what? Pictures and other information? Yes. Covers. Variant covers? Uh, not. You, you, mm, I don't know. I can't. Yes, they do actually use variant covers. Could you find Batman 457 second print newsstand? I believe you can. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure I've done it. But yeah. Now, if you use it just on your phone, I think you can. No, let's start. I take that back. It used to be just a one time price of like 15 bucks, but I think now they've got to we have to subscribe a yearly subscription in order to get all the updates, make sure that because somebody has to go in and scan in all that stuff and thing up to date. Can't you just get the pictures off previews or whatever? <laughs> if you want shitty looking pictures, <laughs> but if you want a, the cover that looks nice, then no, you need to. So somebody's got a some somebody somewhere's got a full time job scanning in comic covers. Pretty close, or they have a staff that's doing it. 
Mm. Uh, but it gives you all the information too. I mean, it gives you the writer, the artist, uh, sometimes the editor. Now, if you want to use the database that, uh, and that's what Dewan uses at CLZ or Collectors, Collector Z or mm -hmm. uh, CLZ. If you want to use the database that uh, Mike Myers uses, it's called Comic Base. And it's a lot more expensive. And it's basically. Does it have features? It's got a lot of features. Yeah, you can do you can do a lot of reports with it. You can't really do re reporting with CLZ. What kind of reports do you need to do for a comic book collection? Uh, you you can print out an overview of your collection, so you can see what all you have. You can print out uh, what's missing, like say, okay, I've got uh, X Men. Who said just print out my missing what I need, what, what's what's missing, and print out the ones you're missing. Uh, you can print. Uh, I'm, I forgot all what all you can print. It's okay. Well, I guess there, there's, there's, a dozen, there's a good dozen reports or more. If not, if, that's does what it he pull uses. In the, does it pull in the Overstreet values? It actually puts in values. Not the, I don't know if it's Overstreet values. In fact, I know it's not, because they have their own subsidiary where they do called uh, Atomic. I forgot what it's called now. Atomic Avenue, I think it's what they call it. Their own buy and sell component, and you can do that too. You can put put this in a comic base. You can tick mark I want to sell this comic and it'll put it out there and show that it's for sale and somebody can buy it it shows values from like the last three years you can put UPC codes uh, put the UPC codes in there if they're not already in there most of them are uh, I mean it's a pretty robust database I just don't know but it's it's pretty expensive. It's like 120 a year for subscription, and they update it. So, well, I guess I'm gonna have to do some research on it. But I'm just sitting here. It's like, how long would it take me to get like 50 long boxes into it? Ah, uh, well, with the comic base, you can buy a scanner. It's got it's compatible with the scanner that you can scan it. But now the problem is a lot of the things that go back to the before 1980 don't have barcodes. Yeah, and I was pretty back in what I don't know. See, I've always wanted to get direct edition, so I always wanted the the books that didn't have the barcode. <laughs> so yeah, so, so I went out of my way to do that. It would take you a long time to put 50 long boxes in that database. It really would. But then I'd have an accurate record of what I got. You'd have it, yeah. There's no maybe, question about that. Maybe I'll make it a summer project. Okay. 
it would be nice if you could find somebody who's got it that could show you how, uh, like a demo. No, there's got to be demos on it. You just go to YouTube and you just look for it, and they probably oh, got somebody oh, yeah, showing it off. Somebody, yeah, that's true. I haven't thought about that. Then I'll go there, and then I'll end up watching something else for a C64 long play. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Anyway. Fun stuff. Well, anything else? No, nothing that I had. Oh, boy, we just really haven't done much over the past two months, have we? We've done a holidays lot of stuff. Just count holidays and, yeah, that kind of thing. So. Oh, now I'm getting the some... reminder that my Dropbox is almost full. Uh-oh. Anyway, we've been going on for over an hour here, so... About an hour. I guess that's pretty good. I guess it, I guess whether or not it's interesting stuff or not. Ah. Right. I bet yeah. if I had whiskey, it'd be more interesting. Whiskey makes everything more interesting. Doesn't it though? Oh, are you then? We can sign off, and then maybe we can uh, uh, get back to a regular schedule. We're not doing this every two or three months. Yeah, it's been just crazy. The whole world's crazy. Well, for me, it's all work. I mean, I had one Friday. I ended up having to work double shift. My second shift supervisor ended up having septic tank issues. So then, and then uh, nobody else could cover. So I went from, I think I got in at 6.30 that morning. I think I left about 9 that night. <laughs> ah, that sucks. Yeah. Eh, well, I got some stuff done. Getting stuff done, yeah, but then... Well, it's not, it's not like you can go out anywhere much. Well, that's true, but still. Anyway, okay. Well, this has been Best of the Rest. If you'd like to reach us, tweet the show. It's at BOTR Comics. You can reach me at Jay Forgets. And I'm at Oot Inger. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>